Hey everyone, welcome to Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra. I'm Erica. And this week we are going to be covering modern zombie movies, and we thought, who better to have on than the author of Planet Dead, Sylvester Barzi. Hey guys, how you guys doing? <laughs> Um, if you've listened to our artist spotlight episodes, we had Sylvester on for an older episode where yeah, we talked about Yeah, he's one of our first book. ones. Yeah. So go back, check that out, and enjoy the... Oh, wait. I should probably say what movies we're going to be covering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna be... Guess! <laughs> yeah. You'll find out. Just keep listening. Uh, we're going to be covering 28 Days Later and The Girl with All the Gifts. So enjoy. No. What? I don't want to enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> it's, okay. It's off- fucking listen. No, it's really awkward listening to yourself. Sierra just gets up and leaves. <laughs> I'm done here. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. Sometimes I do that when I'm thirsty. I leave. Or you eat fucking soup. <laughs> I don't have any soup today. Don't yell at me when I want you to go make some. I'm sorry. We need to get on topic. Right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't yell at me when I get, I get too far off top. I'm the worst. Alright, so we're going to start out by talking about 28 Days Later from 2002. The movie was... You fucking research, man. I'm sorry, okay. The movie was written by Alex Garland and directed by Danny Boyle. It stars Killian Murphy as Jim. He wakes up from a coma and... Wait, isn't he like a known person? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You didn't How recognize did I... him the whole time we were watching the movie? I thought he was handsome, but no. <laughs> He's Scarecrow from um the Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, he was Scarecrow. Um... Wait, the Scarecrow was in the Nolan Batman movies? Really? Yeah, he was in Batman Begins. What the fuck? I'm a divorce. <laughs> Who are you? He's still the D word again. All right. <laughs> but uh, it stars... Killian Murphy as Jim, he wakes up from a coma to find the city of London deserted other than some zombies. He gets saved by... Fuck, what's her name? I'm so bad with names. Uh, Selena? Oh, wait, the actress's name? I don't know. Um, it, Selena's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he, find, he gets found by Selena. Uh, they go to find this, like... You forgot there was a boy there, too, and he dies. Yeah. He no, he's not important. He died. Yeah. Anybody wow. who dies Haters! Um, They go out to look for this, like, safe haven community that they're hearing broadcasts from. Uh, They end up finding it, and the people inside suck. Uh, This is basically like a... They suck? (laughs) That's it. Alright, so... They were terrible. They're kind of like... They, they give, like, very gross, rapey vibes. I don't like that. I rapey mean, vibes? The whole fucking plot of the that movie was, was rapey. They just, just... They they were the little military rape community. It was so weird. Yeah, it's strange. Like, this in The Walking Dead has taught me not to follow any radio messages from any... anywhere. Because All right, somebody's so walking I'm glad home. I'm glad you brought that up, because, like, watching this movie and watching The Walking Dead, like, you have a guy who wakes up from a coma... Uh-huh. To find the zombie apocalypse started out, um, he goes to find his family. His family's gone. They follow a broadcast to this place that's run by this guy who's <laughs> very rapey, uh, the governor. <laughs> and yeah. it, it's very, very similar stories. So I, I thought that that was pretty funny. What like are you I, doing, Robert Kirkman? We we see. You. <laughs> I, I was wondering that too, like when the I was watching. I should know, but I, I don't know which one came out first. But clearly, someone saw something from the. Pretty sure it's twenty eight days later. I want to say The Walking Dead started in two thousand one, the comics, but I could be wrong. I think you're wrong because I feel like it was like ten years, like when you started going to the comic store in New Paltz, and that wasn't that long ago. Hmm. Hang on. Fact checking for a friend. Issue one came out in 2003. So a year later, we see you, Robert Kirkman. We know what you're doing. Okay. Why don't you have the storyline out? Maybe he's friends with the people who made this movie and they exchanged ideas. And they didn't realize that either of them were going to make this idea big. And then they did, and it was like, oh, fuck. You're waving that fucking spoonful of peanut butter all over the place, and it's really starting to freak me out. You know when it's not pay week when I'm eating peanut butter off the spoon? I never, I never read the Walking Dead comic books before the show came out. 
And that was around the same time I was writing Planet Dead. And then one of my friends who read the comic books was like, oh, this is just like The Walking Dead. And I was just like, I'm going to get sued. But now that I know that, I'm going to get sued. I love the way you said that. <laughs> but, uh, no, so with these zombies in this movie, uh, the reason we're doing this episode on modern zombies is uh, throughout the years we've very we've seen a big shift from Romero's like stereotypical zombies to right. zombies today. Um, Superhumans. We do still see you know the Romero zombies and things like The Walking Dead, for example. But yeah. um, this really brought about the whole like running, running fast, scary, violent, violent zombies. Um, well, the they weren't necessarily that- zombies, really. Yeah, like when I was um, they were like zombie esque, but they were more. It was rage. Mm-hmm. When I was doing some of my research, they said that they were trying to like what separate it from this the genre of zombies because I mean I guess they're really just infected people. They're not even dead yet. Yeah. So well, what they wanted to do is make a zombie that was more psychologically uh, changed. Well, rather I'm gonna than... say it's gonna make it easier to cure them if they're not dead yet. Well, what they wanted to do. What mm-hmm. they wanted to do was, um, like, take all these things, like, r- like rage-related, like, road rage, for example. Like, the part of the brain that really already has that there. They wanted to take something that's already there and amplify it. So it's something that actually could happen. Didn't we watch a documentary on that? Like, the possibilities I mean, of a zombie outbreak? Yes. That was such a good documentary. You should watch that. I don't remember what it was. It was on History Channel. <laughs> Like, I I understand the whole process behind them, like, saying, oh, we have to... But they they pretty much created the problem, so it's just kind of weird. Like, they they created the whole rage virus so they can cure rage, like, it makes sense. Yeah, but at the same time, you had those shithead, like, um, activists that um, that were like... Like yeah, people, like, yeah, and the guy straight up says like they're infected. Don't let them out. And they're like let them out. Yeah. <laughs> you played like, yourself. <laughs> Although they're like extremely fast, they're still kind of better than like or better than the regular zombies because you don't have to do a headshot. You just gotta shoot them anywhere you could get them. So yeah, that's true. A little bit easier to take down. Yeah. Now th- this movie, I remember watching it when it first came out, and it really did stand out to me because. You know, it made zombies terrifying again. Yeah. Um, it, you had this, like, there's always been the stigma that zombies are slow, dumb, or sort of. Like, these zombies were fucking terrifying. They were these, basically, humans without restraints. Like, yeah. It was, it was definitely a change. Like, when I first saw it, I thought it was, like, the best zombie movie, but... I mean, rewatching it now with everything that's come out afterwards, like it doesn't hold up like to like what what is it? Train from Bluestan or Train to Bluestan and all those other stuff. And mm. so, but it's still great. It's still a great movie. I still love it. I think it's really funny because I remember we watched it. We watched it last. Well, we started it the day before, and then I fell asleep, so we watched it last night. <laughs> I'll be honest. I can't do nights. I'm tired, but um. I was, like, watching it, and I'm like, what's... I was like, the quality is horrible! And Nolan's like, this is, this is just normal. This is not... This There's nothing wrong with this. That's, you just yeah, haven't watched yeah. it in a long time. The movie was very uh, hazy. Yeah. No, I liked it, though. I like, um, the... There was, like... It made it look older. Yeah, no, it, it gave it, like, a really, like, gritty, gross, dirty vibe. And I feel like that's it's appropriate for the type I think of it film fits that it was, well. you know? That's one of the things that I really enjoyed about the movie, honestly, is the way that it was filmed. I think it yeah. has I like, that like guy. Um, <laughs> I think it has like a very almost like a minimalist feel to it without actually being like completely minimalist. Wait, I have to, I have to to throw something out there that bothered me about this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm skipping a little bit, but it's okay. Don't yell at me. At the end, he like wakes up from another coma 28 days later, right? Yeah. What wait, is- <laughs> wait, no, wait! Don't, don't interrupt me. And the girls sewing these sheets together to make a hello sign, and like he wakes up and just knows what they're doing with these sheets. Maybe he wasn't in a coma then. Maybe, Maybe? he's yeah. taking a nap. I don't think he, yeah. 
It, it just seemed, it, I don't know, like I was, like the way it made it seem, it just it wasn't completely. Because I said the same thing, I was like, yo, this guy's the pro at only going into a coma for 28 days. <laughs> Why did they write hello instead of help? That's what did I said. Did you guys see the alternate ending? No. Oh. Yeah, ruin it for me, please. Tell me. <laughs> well, I'm not kidding, I tell me. <laughs> I saw it like the first time, but I don't fully remember it. I think he went into, he went into, uh, after he got shot and everything, they take him to the hospital, and then, like, you think he went into a coma, but then you realize he died, and only Selena and then Chick made it. And Hannah. So, you know, that would make me sad, because I really liked him. <laughs> Not... <laughs> uh, what made this movie, uh, like, really stand out also for me was it really gets your anxiety going, and it does it in a, mm-hmm. uh, it does it in a number of ways. First off, you have these zombies that are super fast, um, then you have the way that it was filmed. The camera, it's very shaky, and it does, mm. if you watch, like, it moves with the characters. So, like, if Jim's reaching for something, and he, like, lunges forward, the camera moves forward lunges and lunges forward. back, yeah. And it, like, it makes it very, like, unsteady. And on top of that, you have what I want to bring up, the music. The soundtrack yeah. is fucking oh, yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. I after this movie I was just playing um Yeah. He was. Yeah, the fucking like, song. What is it? Jim's whole murder scene. Whatever song was playing it's, during uh, that. I I'm trying to remember the name because I was listening to it last night. It, it was gonna... also playing in um in, it in Kick Ass and I rem- I recognize it from Kick Ass. Are we gonna to. replace our song with that song this week? It's called In the House in a Heartbeat. Uh so if you ever yeah. want to just listen to it in your car and just totally Jam out. I'll play it in this episode. Down <laughs> I'll get sued. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. But um, we do no, not like, own any rights to this music. The movie did a very great job of building up anxiety in sure all of those ways. Um, I love this scene at the end where Jim. I, I always remember it too when he gouges out the one army guy's uh, uh, eyes uh-huh. and. He, I love. He starts kissing Selena and what's the girl's name? Hannah. She, oh, uh, she like, in the head. Yeah, she hits him in the head. Like, but I love it. Like even before that, because he's standing in the shadows and um, you don't know if he's like you know he's not infected, but Selena yeah, is kind of like does. she doesn't know whether he's or not because of the way he's acting. And I thought that that was a really like strong scene. True. I mean, know this movie, Selena Hansen. Yeah. She's a yeah. badass. I was. I'm, I'm gonna say this too. I was totally getting uh, Catherine Burns vibes from Selena. Selena. Uh, Selena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell me that. Like, uh, I, I definitely feel like they could be the same person, but I do love Selena and Jim's what undying connection to each other yeah. that she would just yeah. jump on him and make out with him, even though he's covered in blood. You don't know if it's. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need to comment about that. I was like, man, you got a shower first. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. I mean, that's that's really risky for something that, like, if you get it in your mouth, you're over, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, yeah like. Thousand other reasons too. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much that could go wrong there. Not worth. It. Oh my God, who felt bad for the girl when her dad got shot? That was sad. Oh yeah, that. Not that's, give that's one fuck. Like, not at all. They were like, forget really this. Like, who cares? Like little grieving girl watching her daddy get killed, like no, no big deal. She took like, a chance. I hate whole scene because it was like you could see that he was breaking down, mm-hmm. and that's why he didn't really think about pissing off that bird and letting blood drop in his eye. He didn't think it all through. But then, like when the military dudes came out, clearly they were just watching the whole time, seeing who they could pick off. Or I felt like even if he didn't get infected, they probably would have killed him. Well, I feel like they wanted, because they wanted women, they didn't want men. So yeah. I think that the less men, the better. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's... And that gave them an excuse, or... that gave them an excuse to shoot that man without them looking like yeah bad guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I read online coming. that there was an original, like, a, the original ending for the movie didn't even have the soldiers in it. Um, they get to the gate, and the Hannah's dad, I can't remember his name, he gets infected, and they, I think they continue on or something. I, but I guess they storyboarded it and they included the storyboards in with the special features of the DVD. But 
I think it could have been interesting, but I do like the whole soldier dynamic because yeah. it, it really it adds in like what's scarier, the zombies or, or the soldiers? Yeah. I think well, it's like a so sense big. of security too, because you like you're you're fleeing from these things and you're trying to get to what essentially you believe is like a safe haven. Yeah. So you're like, Nothing I just safe. need to get through this. Like, I just need to get through this. Just need to get through it. And you have, like, all this adrenaline buildup, and they get there, and you're like, us as, like, viewers, you're like, oh, yeah, like, and we're then good. You find out and, and then you're like, good. fuck, no, it's not. <laughs> and it's like, it, it really is one of those things where it's like, you know, honestly, in that situation, I would have just fucking been out with the zombies, dude. Dude, Dylan brought up the best point, too. Like, Throw me you, back out there. You know how at the end, how they, like, make it to that cottage, and they're, like, safe, and mm-hmm. it's just them? Yeah. Dylan's like, I wouldn't be out putting out no fucking help signs yeah. to nobody. I'm not trusting no one. Exactly. exactly. Like, fuck that. Like, you, you just know? went through this whole, like, epic rape situation with these creepy-ass people, but you want to contact more people. Like, yeah. I would have been isolated. Clearly, you cannot trust anybody. Uh, to add to the uh, the whole theme, though, of, like, what's scarier, the zombies or the... Uh, Rapists? The, soldier- the soldiers. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> do you think they were really soldiers, or do you think they were just like random common people that took? No, I clothing? think they were soldiers. No, because there was that one guy that definitely was just like he didn't seem soldiery to me. Maybe he was just a bad actor. I don't know. The part where they're taking Jim and the other guy out to like kill them, you know, that part probably had my anxiety up more than any other part oh, in- yeah. involving zombies in the movie because it's like these people are smart. And they have the upper hand on you. Like, how the fuck are you going to get out of this? It's not even this movie, though. Even in, like, The Walking Dead and other zombie movies that are similar to that, it really shows you in dire times what humans are capable of. And at the end of the day, given that situation, I would rather mow down the neighbor <laughs> who's bitten and infected then take my chances Let me tell with you, Erica, a bunch of I love you to death, survivors. Erica. You're one of my very best friends. But let me tell you this. And I'm going to tell you this right now so you know for future. If you ever got bit by a zombie, I'd murder you. I'd murder the shit out of you. But, sweetheart, I would still take you care of your be, children. You would be suck starting the end of a shotgun, my friend. But I would lock you guys yeah. up in my I shed. Would, I would be honored. Soon win. I would be honored if you killed me in a zombie right. apocalypse. I'll let, you do, I'll let you do me in. i do Shaun of the Dead. Right. Lock you guys in the shed and play PlayStation with you. I could see, you would do that with Kyle. Yeah. I feel like you'd lock me and Sierra in the same room to see who'd win. Like, like Woodbury? <laughs> We're getting back into The Walking Dead. This yeah. is just bad. I feel like yeah. um, the whole, like, what's worse, zombie or or the survivors is, like, a, a very modern idea. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's doing one. nowadays. Mm-hmm, that's the, how the genre is. Yeah, it kind, of, it kind of takes it away from horror a little bit and kind of goes into, like, drama more. Um, I mean... Because I think older zombie films didn't really... It, like, the zombies were supposed to be we're what was scary. To be it. Whereas now, I, I don't think that they're necessary. <clears throat> I think that they are what causes a scarier situation. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, in my writing and a whole bunch of other authors that I know, that's, like, the zombies are there. They're the reason everything started, but normally it's it's some kind of human being that's, like, the terror in the story, so. I think that just shows you where we have come as a society. Yeah. I think it, people are scarier than monsters. Yeah, I've said that seven different episodes. <laughs> yeah. I, like, seriously. Are you trying to say I'm scary? I wouldn't probably. You're do. human and monster. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm a creature of some sort. Another thing I want to bring up filming-wise, uh, the lighting in the movie is great. I There is a part where I actually, like, rewinded it, like, three times to show Sierra because she kept not looking. But, uh, specifically... No, I definitely saw it the first two times. <laughs> um, <laughs> specifically, though, uh, the, the whole ending scene where Jim's, like killing everybody and all the lights go out and you just have like random lights shining on and just like the way the light hits certain characters and the the part i kept rewinding was uh the light hits selena like from the top and you have like these shadows on the side of her face and it completely brought me back to like universal monsters like the way they have like the the shadow on their face like it, it was a really cool way that they went about filming it i mean i just i just want to give it to jim 
to from going from a bicycle delivery boy to this Rambo at the end murdering this whole little squad of soldiers. Yeah. Uh, give it to him. He was good. That was me, I think. How do you think you would respond to a, uh, a zombie apocalypse, starting with Sylvester Barzi, and then we'll go around and share our, 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 our thoughts on that? Let's see. Like, if it was me a few years ago before the family, I think I would have been fine. But now I got a wife and a kid. And what? Like, on The Walking Dead, how they got that baby. What's her name? Um, Judith. Ah. Yeah, Judith. Judith doesn't cry. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. She's like the big baby. Do you know what? This yeah. is horrible. I think but I, I forgot she exists, honestly. <laughs> I thought about this, so, like... My daughter, I call her mouth, like, Goonies mouth, because she does not stop. And I have thought, like, so many times, like, if the zombie apocalypse happened, this kid would give us up in a heartbeat. Like, they would (laughs) find us in ten minutes, and that would be She'd probably be in the corner going, ooh, zombie. That's that's the same situation with me. As soon as my son wakes up from his nap, that's it. I had a good run. I'm dead. It's over. Yeah. I'm going to be safe. High five. No kids, T. What? I don't, I don't know what you're doing, Judith. It must be some kind of like negative reinforcement thing they're doing to her to keep her from talking. No, I told you they forgot she exists. She <laughs> just, like, well, I mean, in the in the comics, they killed the baby off yeah. during the whole prison war with the governor. So you know, she's not even supposed to be in the show right now. Yeah. If they're going by, so they probably are just following the story of the comics, but. You know, every once in a while, they're like, oh, fuck, we didn't kill the baby before, so here she is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, could, they could go as far as the comic book did. I don't think it would have yeah. did too well on television. Yeah, I don't think people can handle... You can't... You, I think the worst thing you could do is kill a dog or kill a kid. I'd rather yeah. see a dead kid than a dead dog, <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> Goddamn, Dylan. And this is why we don't have children. <laughs> Um, the way I'd survive a zombie apocalypse, I think I would keep to myself, for one. Wouldn't trust anybody. Fuck you guys. You guys cannot come to my castle. Um, I would find a water tower. Hold up in the water tower. I got water up there. I could hollow it out for, um, you know, rain. Get Keep some water going. You'd have to boil it. How are you going to boil your water? It's illegal to collect rainwater. <laughs> yeah. Government's Love gone. I'll, I'll let that go through. But how are you going to boil it? You don't have to your... boil it. Yeah, it's you... falling from the sky. Until you die from like weird bacterial infections from your water that's if not clean. If you collect it, you should boil it. You should boil it. Well, then I'm fire. I'm a caveman. Okay, now. raise your hand if you vote. <laughs> I raise my hand. Simple though. You, he could just start a fire. On top of a water tower? You're just mad because I got the perfect fucking setup for a zombie apocalypse and you can't come. Yeah. No, you don't because I'm going to kill you before I... it happens. I was... I was done with that plan once you said water tower. I, was done. <laughs> I think Dawn of the there. Dead had it best, the, the shopping mall. I think that's the best way you could go. I think Shaun of the Dead had it best. I'd be at the bar, y'all. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. I would tol- that's my dream. That scene in um, Shaun of the Dead when they're in the bar fighting zombies to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. That is like my, <laughs> like, I have dreams that I do that. You literally bring that scene up, like, once a week. It's a great scene. <laughs> I it just, is. I just love Queen. I love, I like, I, I love Freddie Mercury. All right, Sierra, how would you survive? Stash. How would I survive? Easy, you wouldn't, Erica. How no, would you I would. Shut up! Get me. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, I own two guns of my own. I wouldn't share them with you, loser. Um, I probably wouldn't hang around children. I'd keep a bicycle and some patch kits in my backpack. Mm. I'd hunt deers and eat them. So you'd be Daryl Dixon. I would be Daryl Dixon on, on a bicycle. fucking pedal bike, a beach cruiser <laughs> with a front basket. That's where people sit in my basket. You are oblivious too, so I could see you riding a bike and zombies just walking past you and you not even realizing. <laughs> Erica. Fuck you. Well, I'd survive. I'd survive. Married to a male kuhout. That means nothing, it's Kyle. I don't know. I've seen him get pretty inventive with shit. Kyle um, hunts Sa- like he follows Sasquatch through the woods. He would definitely. I, I don't know. I, I know. I I, pr- I like to consider myself pretty tactical. Tactical, if you would. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> You're dead. You're already I don't dead. Think so. I uh, like. I think if I had a tactical baby backpack, 
for the Finster. <laughs> Nora on a leash, kind of like very Michonne. <laughs> wow. Some guns. I think we got this. I, I think we got I, this. Do your kids get guns too? I might Mass willingly fun. turn Nora into a zombie. Like, just let her, like, what? bite people, like, like a really angry chihuahua. So you're going to turn your daughter into... <laughs> just her. Just, I think she'd be Were you about to say just a little bit? <laughs> like, my wife always gets on me because, like, she's always like, if I turn, you wouldn't kill me, right? Of course I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to take it. My husband would off me in a heartbeat. I would, get, I would have a fresh bite. It could be the size of a pinprick, and he'd be like, well... You're going to the cemetery. <laughs> oh, where all the dogs in the family I'm, have been I'm buried. I'm going out back. I'm going the way of Old Yeller. Yeah, she's like, if you get bit, I'll I'll put you in the closet and I'll watch you. I'm like, okay, so your master plan for zombie apocalypse is to stay in the apartment. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're dead. Hey. Oh no! Wait, I have a good idea. I would go to like the coldest place that I can stand. And that's where I would go for a zombie apocalypse. It's smart because their blood's not pumping. So exactly, they so they freeze. How are they gonna fucking bite me if their jaw's frozen shut? Hmm, that's true. And then I'll set them on fire. <laughs> and then they die. Alright, you guys have anything else you want to bring up about 28 Days Later? <laughs> the, movie, the movie we were talking about for the episode? That was a good conversation, though. You skipped right through this whole movie. Yeah. Dude, that should, seriously, though, that should be, like, like the go-to, like, icebreaker question. Oh, well, speed yeah. <laughs> do you want to be on our podcast? How would you survive in a We're going to do that. We're going to do that for <laughs> yeah. lonely horror addicts. We're going to be like horror haven speed dating. We're going to hook people up through Skype. <laughs> Catfish! <laughs> so, 28 <laughs> days later. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. I like the movie. I love the movie. It's a great movie. I just don't like rewatching it now compared to everything that's out. It doesn't have the same like effect that it had the first time I saw it. Yeah. I agree with that. You guys want to jump into ratings? Yeah, let's do this. Oh, yeah. All, right. All right. All right. Sylvester, you want to go first? Okay. I'm going to give it uh, a solid eight. Like Sylvester touched on, it It definitely is a lot different watching it now than watching it the first ten times I watched it. It's a phenomenal movie, though. I, I think that as far as zombie movies go, it's it did, it did its job, and it did it well, and it definitely was different. Since then, have there been similar movies? Yes, and a Walking lot of the concepts have been used. <laughs> um, but for for it just being like on its own and not compared to anything else, I I just think it's a very strong movie. I would give it an eight point five. Damn, Sierra. Um, I think this movie is um, really fun to watch. I don't think it's necessarily scary, unless you're really f- afraid of zombies, which. I don't know. I, I I can be. I can be afraid of zombies, but this movie doesn't necessarily make me feel fear. But it does, it, it, it's entertaining, and, and it's cool to watch, and, and it's kind of... Um, I always kind of like when they go into, like, what happens to people during a zombie apocalypse. You know, like, how, how do you change as a human? Psychological. Um, yeah, because, like, I think you get more brutal and a little... You kind of lose your sensitivity. Um, which I think is is a really interesting... Yeah, exactly, Farrell. So I'm going to give this movie a 7.3. I finished. I guess that's reading. acceptable. That's, that's yeah, acceptable. Right. It's not too bad. So 8. Erica, you gave it... 8.5. 8.5. I almost want to give it a low rating just so Sylvester Barzi can yell right. at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to kind of disagree with what you guys had said. Um, I find this movie scary even watching it now um i think i love what it did with the zombie genre did you pee your pants though yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was no yeah. i know for a fact you did not um <laughs> no i i do i love it and honestly this is a movie that i've seen several times and i can still watch it and it gets my anxiety going just as much as when i watched it the first time um i love the way it was filmed certain choices that they went with what are you doing Continue. I love the way it was filmed, certain choices that they went with. Um, the soundtrack is fucking amazing. The way the camera moves. like it, Basically, all the reasons I had stated. 
I'm going to give it an 8.9. Oh. Damn. This is well. going to be like a high, highly rated movie. So that gives it an average of an 8.2. Whoa! That's high. <laughs> Why do you always snap? So that they know. That's part of the Horror Haven drinking game. Yeah. Every time Dylan's drink up, boys. Every time, every time Dylan snaps, you gotta take a shot. Finger guns. Oh, okay. We don't drink, so. Every time I say fuck, you gotta take a shot. Somebody's dying somebody's tonight. dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's already zombies out. So next, we're gonna talk about the girl with all the gifts. It was released in 2016. It was based on a book by. I don't know because I didn't do any research. No, fuck you. <laughs> I've heard good things about book. I haven't read the book, so I don't know. I know they already have a sequel out and everything, or a prequel. Um, it was direct. Okay, Mike Carey is the guy who wrote the novel, and I guess he also wrote the screenplay. Good for you, Mike. So that's interesting. Um, Mike's game all around. <laughs> it was directed by Cole McCarthy, and it follows a girl who is infected with this virus or. Fungus. fungus, and uh, there's a fungus she, in a brain. It's a it's a zombie infection, but she's still a functioning person until she. Well, it's because she's second gen. Yeah, she's second generation, and uh, I believe that her blood holds the cure to the whole like fungal outbreak, and their like outpost ends up getting run down by zombies, and they basically are fighting to survive at that point. So, Erica, this is no, one of your I favorites? Wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they were fighting to survive. I would say that they were trying to find labs. There you go. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame in that. I thought it was such an interesting concept. I think that the idea that it's a fungus is just like... I don't even know. Like It's just such a crazy idea to me. I guess you never think of... of Something like a spore being the thing that's yeah, that's an outbreak true. Like that. I mean, when I think of zombies, I automatically think of like you're doing tests in a lab mm-hmm. and you're testing blood and you fuck something up or you know what I mean, and it gets out and it just starts a shit show. It's an interesting concept because you have these like like uh, towards the end, like skipping way ahead already, but um the. The pods and like the tree that had grown over. It's That's almost the like last part it's of like Mother Nature. Way it's like Mother Nature its, taking back over. Yeah. And it's just to me like I also loved the the whole second generation idea. It, it was so unique because whenever you think of like zombies and you think of somebody getting bit, you automatically think of them being dead and regenerating and coming back to life. And with this, you you get that, but. The specimens that are pregnant while while bitten, their offspring survive and they're able to survive and they keep their way out and they're still human. Like they don't completely lose their humanity. And I think it's an interesting spin on zombies because it's always been like these brain dead creatures. But here you have they're these very smart. extremely intelligent, fully um functional and they still have their humanity and essentially they're just these like children and they don't understand what's going on with them and they have like a bloodlust almost similar to like vampires where Mm -hmm. they they smell it and this trigger goes off and to me it was just like it, it was such an interesting concept and the little girl was i think she's a great actress and her role was so unique and I love what they did with her. And I, I really am going to go back and read the book because I, I want to be able to compare both of them. Because I love the movie so much. And usually the book's always way better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I want to read the book just to get a better idea on everything. But, yeah. So here's my view on it. I love the whole concept, but... And I, I know you had said that you weren't familiar with it. Watching it, it is so similar to the PlayStation game, The Last of Us. Um, it's the the fungal spores that infect to make the zombies. Uh, you have a girl whose blood holds the cure to the, the virus. She gets bit. In, in The Last of Us, she gets bit. And um, 
she survives it. And they're basically trying to take her to this lab so that they can use her blood to make the cure for the virus. So it's a very similar storyline. And I honestly, as, as stupid as this might sound, I was using how much I love that game to bring this movie down because there's so many things that I was like, oh, The Last of Us did this so much better, but it was like, they're not the same (laughs) same thing. thing. (laughs) Um, I think this movie made me sad. It really is. uh, It's very heartbreaking. Like, the characters, like, you really do feel for them and their emotional attachments. I I feel really bad for the teacher and for the main main girl. What was her name? Melanie. Melanie, yeah. Melanie, because, like, okay, so there's the doctor that comes to her room every night and talks to her and gives her, like, these little, like, mind puzzles, like, whatever, like, you know, things to think about. Take off friends. And, uh... She she won't even refer to the like the her and the other children as children. She's like they're not children, and it's just like like I understand why she's afraid of them, but it's like so sad that they're not able to be children, and that that like they're essentially that's like the preschool teacher in me is like oh that's so sad. <laughs> like I just I, want and, and like I'm like the teacher. I just want to like be like oh it's okay and hug them, but you can't because my gonna you. my favorite scene in this movie was when. The doctor was coming every night, and after she'd give her a puzzle, she'd ask her to give her a number. Mm-hmm. And every night, Melanie would give her a number. The next morning, the child coinciding with the number is the gone. cell with the number that she had given her is gone. And the scene where she like really realizes that, and it clicks in her head. She chooses her, own and number. she chooses herself. And I think for me, that was such a turning point in this because it they showed knew that she figured it out too. But it showed that she's more than just a monster. Not she mean, still yeah. has the capability of having compass or uh, compassion and empathy, and it's just like it's I so much that, more than that. I felt really bad because she had to the kid in her room and she'd kiss it every night, and then like as soon as she got out in the world, she realized that she couldn't have a kitten because she yeah. eats them. It's just so sad. Like it just breaks my heart. <laughs> Like, I don't like, I, and it sounds like I'm just being funny, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm being so sincere. Like it just makes me so sad because I just want this little girl to be a little girl. Yeah, and like and to be able life. to experience everything that she wants. And it's just the feeling so though. Sad. Like I had very similar feelings about her watching this. The feral children. I did not. No, <laughs> like it they did, were kind uh, of wild. They weren't. Yeah, like, she where I, she was raised. As, but, like, she was still sent to school. She was doing classes. She was learning. She was being told Yeah, they weren't kidnapped taken in by the military. So they're just wild kids. Yeah, That's so not... they just kind of... It's almost like relating them to, like, lions. Yeah, I just... I didn't feel for them. <laughs> um, I, I really... I thought I they were badass looking, though. I really kind of... I kind of didn't like Melanie. Really? Which one's Melanie? The, the main the... girl. Is it because oh. you don't like British people? Is she annoying? She, no, it's just... I had a She's very... A teacher's pet that's in the class that reminds the teacher you had homework last night and shit like that. No. <laughs> exactly. No, this is what I thought the entire time. Anytime she talked or anything, I thought Hermione Granger. But, like, <laughs> Sorcerer Stone Hermione Granger, where, like, before she becomes their friend, where you're like, this girl's just a snooty bitch. That's what I got from this guy. From this girl, a snooty bitch that can fucking face. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little nice and be like, there's the line where she's like, she likes me best. That I was like, okay, yeah. That was a little weird. She, she, she became obsessive, but honestly, okay, I'm gonna look at it this way: the girl doesn't have a family. She doesn't have anybody that loves her, and that teacher truly does care about these kids. And I think that. She developed look look at passion. yeah look at it from like imagine you yourself never having any love or compassion in your life and there's one person that gives it to you tell me you're not going to attach yourself yeah no it's it's an and it's gonna probably be yeah exactly it's gonna be awkward it's gonna be weird like like the children do that that are from um, broken homes broken and homes like and bad homes they come in and they they want to hug on you constantly and they want to kiss you and they want to hug you and it's uncomfortable but. The reasoning behind it is understandable. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing just kind of left me with a lot of questions. Like, okay, they've got this second generation group of zombie kids. Like, why did it take them so long to start testing on them? Have they been testing on them the whole time? Is this the only group we had? Like, 
and why send them to school? You you all think that they're these zombies that will go ape shit at any time. Why are you so why educate them so in much? and out of your cells every day? I wonder yeah. if, it was, if, it, if maybe it was in case they found a cure. You know what I mean? Like, educate yeah. them so that if there is a cure, you they're a new, not a new generation of, of, of educated okay. people. You know? Or if it was just an experiment to see if they had the capacity to They learn. should have attempted to remove the, like, like opposed to finding, like, a medic- medication cure. Like, yeah. actually do, like, brain surgery and see if they could remove it in that aspect. Like I mean, plant, yeah. if you're fucking, like, if you're testing on them anyway, might as well just try and <laughs> try get it, it out of the brain, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's where it was. It wasn't, like, it took over the whole body. It was in the brain. So maybe you could just remove the fungus. As bad as I, as much as I couldn't stand Melanie, the main girl... I did kind of feel for her at times, like, the fact that she was so, like, obedient. Like, the like when she heard the guards coming, she would sit in her chair, sit down, like, be ready to sh- be strapped and, and stuff. talk to them. Yeah, and they just treated her so poorly, and I just was kind of like, I kind of feel bad for you. I was happy when, really the one, when the one guard started to be, like, let, let her, like, have jobs. And, like, like when after the, the facility was overtaken and they left... Um, and they're like in the cities, and they need to. I thought like, it was a really. I thought it, it was, was, really thought it was cool a really way. unique thing too. Yeah, the cool. It was a cool way to have her because the Cause zombies won't react to her, they so they her. could send her in to like scope the place out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's just that's just a survival thing. That's like common sense. You have this one person that could walk among everybody. I'd send her in too. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's like the first one that has like, like, I've never, I've never seen any zombies where there were some that were still. Oh, yeah, yeah. human, you know what I mean? To where, where you, you could, could use where you could train that. and use them in that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's unique on yep. its own. My only thing with this movie was like the last. How did it start? Five minutes. Like, did they explain how the virus started? No. Or how the fungus started? Because, like, okay, I understand they have a fungus. I understand that when they die, it grows spores and grows into like uh, vines and trees is it like maybe like somewhere remote this happened and then it just like spread in that way or well, when they open spores travel they're airborne yeah it's like mushrooms like mushrooms when they sprout yeah, but and their spores if, go, she they... said that that would like, cause the whole world so if it happened somewhere it would have taken over the whole world though. yeah the way she was talking about the spores it made it seem it airborne. Like the first time she entered like came across them and because when she mentioned them being airborne, it wasn't like, oh, shit, it's starting all over again. She was more like, this would be the end um, like this is the first time it happened to them. You know, so, what else? Like, if, if you've never seen these spores, would you be fucking banging it on concrete? Because I would be. If they open? No. I'd be like, no, fuck that, bitch, put it back. I felt like from when they were in the compound. Everyone was great at their job. Everyone was super intelligent and hardcore. But the minute they left the compound, everybody seemed dumb as hell. The doctor didn't know what she was doing. They all seemed shocked when they were seeing things. It was like they never ventured out. She dies from an infection. You're a fucking doctor, bitch! Are you kidding? Are you fucking kidding? That's... What? She's a fucking doctor in a lab! She's got medication! Yeah. (laughs) She's obviously not a good doctor. That's why they haven't found a cure, because she's a dumb bitch. Pretty much. All she's doing is testing on little kids. Like, she could have been kidnapping adult zombies. She There's so many other ways she could have went about this, instead of letting this little girl choose her friends to die every night. I wonder if there's something where eventually, like, it would just be, like, okay, so say these zombies opposed to, like, cooping them up, they find a way to let them cope with their hunger by eating raw meat or whatever, okay? They're going to go that that route. This is what's going to happen. They're going to grow up to be adults. They're going to date normally, maybe get married, have children. Do you think this is something like a gene aspect where maybe eventually it would just breed out if the second generation is more human than the first? I mean, I feel like that because the second generation... Like, now they can talk and they're fully functional and stuff. So, yeah, like, the third generation is just fading off. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would eventually breed out. So, like, why not just, like, go that I mean, route and just find a way for them to cope? Like Maybe this next book will tell us what we need to know. Uh, what's it called? The um, the Boy on the Bridge or something? 
So do you know for the sequel for the book, is it like the same characters or is, is it, it kind of like an anthology it, type thing? Is it thing? a prequel? I think I heard that it's it's a prequel. So okay. Which that's good because I, I have a lot of questions about where it started from, so I'm glad. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. A lot of people have been asking the same questions. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I like the movie, but I wasn't like in love with it. Like, my favorite part in the whole movie was when the main girl looked at a doctor and was like, "Why should we die for you?" or something. Yeah. Or what was it? Yeah. Why, why should, should we die so that you can live? Yeah, that was my favorite line and favorite move. There's a moment line. in time. Yeah. I, I kind of I, I didn't like how I it didn't... left off, like the ending. The ending bothered me. It did. What? I love that. No, no, that <laughs> we're like totally on opposite sides here. No, that I didn't mind that part, but the fact that like I don't know that Melanie was like so connected with these characters, and then she's kind of just like "fuck you guys" and like I'm in a free I'm the feral children who I just met. I'll I'll, 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 kill, you, I'll kill you so that uh you know we well can, I mean yeah but let, let's look at it like, realistically. Like, yeah, she she was connected to them, but not all in a great way. She loves that teacher, but that one scientist wants to cut her up. That other dude had her locked to a wheelchair just a few days ago. So, so I mean, it's like, I know you, but I don't really care I if you die. Like, she knew that she was a part of them. I feel like they bonded, though. That's so what I'm saying. Like, like, I feel like you they took all of this character development and, like, relationships that they built up throughout the whole movie, and, and then, then were just like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> well, at least she saved that one chicken alive. This writer plays yeah. by no rules. <laughs> there are no rules. But it's like, part of me is like, I like the ending because I like that she chose her, like, people over the rest of the human race. But it's like, why are you still going to school? I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, if I was like, what, what are they, like 12, 14, 13? Yeah. And now you're if I was not, I'd be like, fuck this! Come and go to school, too. They they had a perfect life before you showed up and forcing them to listen to your Greek mythology stories. They don't care about that. They just want to eat. <laughs> Survival. Number one. <laughs> and then she went crazy and beat that one kid to death. Yo, she wrecked him. Yeah, she beat him with that baseball bat. I liked the whole feral children thing. I just wish that it was built up more. That like was it me could have, when I was a child. They could have... I, I didn't really look at this movie at all as a horror movie, but that could have been the redeeming thing, because those kids were creepy. And like yeah. they, could have, they could have built up on that more, and it was. I felt like the first five minutes that they show them, they're kind of like, alright, well, this is resolved. I was so sad when they killed that one guy, because he seems like the only, like, other than the teacher, the only real nice person there. Yeah. Yeah, I was so sad. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why does he have to die? Kill the other dude. He's she a dude. She was loving him. She was like, come on, Karen. Let's go, Karen. I was like, okay. So, that's like her big brother in her head. But it's, um, what was I gonna say? Darn it. I forgot. I did that before. <laughs> Can we talk I remember now. Can we talk about the whole zombies just kind of standing there? Like, 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 they, they I thought of, that was unique how they kind of just shut, shut down if it was quiet. Yeah. Or if they didn't smell anything and they just completely, like it was like, it was like, yeah, it was almost like they went into like reboot mode. Yeah. Maybe Which I've never so. really seen. Usually they, they, they just like kind of walk around yeah, they roam around aimlessly. But then, okay, so this is, uh, since you brought that up, I'm, I'm going to bring up the scene when they're actually in the city and they're walking through and the zombies are completely oblivious to them moving. But yes. the one zombie's pushing, why is there one zombie that's awakened and, and alert pushing a baby stroller, but the rest of them are literally just standing there dormant? Like, I felt like maybe it's because she was pushing and she just continued to keep going in motion. Or maybe it's yeah, but the rat. everybody else just was completely like just standing in one spot, and it was like literally as soon as they heard or smelled something, they were like, click. And yeah. It was like a, a switch, you know, and they went off. I wonder if it's and like- not all of them did it either. It was like 
some would go off, like, because when they start shooting, like, one would wake up, and then another one, and then another one, but, like, three in between them would not. I wonder it if really it's, like, strange. varying degrees of the of the virus. Maybe. Maybe, like, the longer you've been dead, the, the less aware and awake but you are. It's like, if you knew that the zombies go dormant, why am I locked up in a compound? Why don't I just drop a bomb on them? Well, that's the thing, though, too, is that, like, the co- the zombies that were outside of the compound, they didn't seem to be dormant. They were constantly at the fence, but they were also being shot at the whole time. So. Oh, so right, you yeah, think you had people active outside and stuff? To yeah. Learn. So I don't, I don't know. I think that it kind of like it's weird. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting was how the 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 zombie was showing nurturing tendencies with the infant or the stroller with the infant yeah. in it. Oh yeah. Like, what is that saying? Again, I wonder if it, it, it's very... They really... There, there is it. a lot of questions that were left where they... they he, I wonder the, if... The writer needs to, to touch on some of this stuff. Maybe I, maybe it's in the book. You know what I mean? That's maybe true. Maybe it was just it stuff that they yeah, left out because of budget reasons or something. Let's read the but, book and meet back here in three days. <laughs> I mean, also, I like this I wonder, book. It makes me wonder what... Um, you guys heard about that new movie with the cured or whatever? When... They find a cure for the zombie outbreak, and then those zombies have to integrate back into human society after. And they have like full memory what of is everything. This I think it's called The Cured. That makes sense. It's coming out soon. It has um, I'm so bad with actors' names. She played um, Kitty Pride in the X Men movies. Oh, Ellen Page. Yeah, she's in. She's the main character. It sounds interesting. Yeah. But like, maybe. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I wonder if maybe too it had to do with the proximity to the main, um, like the big tree. I mean, that's like the most concentrated area for the. And there was there was nothing around it though. Like it was like completely dead zone. But that's the thing is that that when they when the zombies get to their final stage of life, that's what happens. So it kills them. So I wonder if that's why they were slowing down, though. Like, maybe ones that are getting to the end they're stage of their roots. life are, like, slowing down because, exactly, they're going to be... Killed. Yeah. Like, it's going to... They're going to be turning into group. <laughs> it felt like, for all this to happen, they... It just felt like they didn't know enough about the virus, given the, how long they've had those kids and how long they've been in it. Like, it just felt like everything seemed like a surprise to them when they showed up. Another, and realistically, they've had to have had those kids for, like, 12 years. Another question yeah. is, is, does those children, are they going to event, like, Can we're going to say that they, they, no, what, what I'm saying is, is that, okay, say they're all 12, they had it from birth. So, those zombies that are, that are now trees may have been 12-year-old zombies. Why are these children that have the fungus in their brain not sprouting spores? Oh, maybe we just blew, I'm just I'm just blowing holes in this movie right now. Yeah, well, I think there's tons of holes in this movie. Like when I was sitting there watching it, that's just how I felt. But I think, I think that the book probably does have the answers we're searching for. <laughs> I want somebody who like read the book to listen to this, and the entire time we're talking, just be like, "You guys are fucking stupid." Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Instead of doing that, that's gonna happen. I'm like, you know all this. Okay, okay, okay. Instead of calling us stupid and or thinking us stupid, direct message us and explain the information that you have, friends. That's what we want. Yes. We want you to slide into those DMs and tell us about the book. Because I have a lot that I have to do, so I don't get time to read books as much as I'd like to. Um, unfortunately, um, making lesson plans take us up most of my time. So. <laughs> no, I'm too busy reading my own books. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, see? Everybody, we all have... But as far as this movie goes, um, I, I know we keep talking about like the plot of the movie, but um, filming-wise, there really wasn't too much that stood out to me. I did like the urban setting a lot more than like the factory... Or not the factory, the laboratories and like um, even like the woods. Like it, uh, the urban setting, I think they did a great job with the set, but... Um, as far as, like, cinematography or, like, anything... Like, there's nothing that really wowed me with it. Yeah. But, I mean, that... I, I'm not saying that I didn't like the movie. I thought that it was really great, but... Um, there wasn't anything, like, artistically that... That pulled you pulled in, me yeah. in. Can I sum up this movie? Okay. 
the last decent. Bus. It's a decent, decent story. Extreme plot holes. All right, cinema, cinematography. Give us your rating. No, so that's as far as he goes first. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I thought I was gonna like this movie a lot more, given like I heard a lot of hype about it before I watched it, and I don't know, it didn't live up to me. So, but I still liked it, so I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Oh, that's not really like I thought you were gonna give it like a four. <laughs> well, no, I, I can't do that. There's a little black girl that's the main character. I can't do that. That you. You see, you you score like me. You're you're a little. You you sound tough. You like yeah. No, I feel you. I can I can get behind that. Yeah, my wife told me I can trash it, trash this movie. <laughs> I thought it was decent. I thought it was good. Yeah. So you next. I loved it. I did. I I know that there was a lot of holes, but I don't think that it necessarily affected the movie as a whole. Um, would I like answers to those questions? Yeah, because I think they're important, and I'm positive they're probably in the book, and none of us know. <laughs> so, uh, better research next time. Um, the cinematography, no, it wasn't anything that was like bang up and outstanding, but I just think that it was such an interesting concept. I think that other than what Dylan pointed out, that there's a video game that is very similar. Um, to me, as just like on a movie basis, I think it's just very unique, and I really liked it. I I like the characters. Uh, I felt like they were very relatable. Um, so I'm gonna give it an eight point three. Damn. All right. All right. You can um, lowball it. You no, can I'm feelings. not gonna lowball. I like this one. Uh, I thought it was really fun. Um, there are, like, some serious plot holes, but honestly, I don't think it's something that takes me away from the movie. It actually kind of leaves me wanting more information. So I think that I would really be one up for for either... I think I would prefer a prequel, because I'd rather know where it started opposed to where it's where going. Where it's going, yeah. Um, because I think we have a solid idea of where it's going, except for, like, the second gen. That's something that I'm also questionable. Like, I, I don't know. I need some sort of information, whether it's second gen, what happens to them later on, or if it's a prequel of where it started, I need some information, man. Get it to me now. <laughs> um, but all in all, I liked it. I thought it was a, a, a really cool movie, um, and it was unique. You know, you don't always, you, you generally do not have zombies that can think, that are intelligent, that are aware. You know, they're usually just kind of like there. So. Um, I mean, just for the unique qualities and the story behind this, I'm going to give it an 8. I'm going to be Sierra this week. (laughs) (laughs) Get Um, him, Sylvester (laughs) Barzi! No, uh, to me, I mean, it it wasn't a terrible movie. I, I really didn't, like, I, it wasn't a movie that watching it, I was like, please fucking end. Um, I thought that it was an interesting story. I thought the character development was great. Um, as much as I hated Melanie, like, I was I was rooting for her to survive, I didn't really, like I said, there was nothing that really pulled me into the movie, and I didn't really like the ending, and as, as shitty as it is, again, I keep comparing it to The Last of Us, and it's almost like the Walmart version of The Last of Us. Uh. So... Have you played The Last of Us? Everybody should play that, I guess. It's good. It's I'm, really good. I tried to play it, but I'm not good at video games. I can only play Tomb Raider. Um, all in all, though, I'd probably give it like a 6.6. 6. That's not bad. Okay, that's all right, I guess. You're lower. It's wrong, but, you know. <laughs> Everybody has the right to a wrong opinion. <laughs> so I guess an average of a 7.6. I think that's very fair. Spicy. Fair rating. We did fair ratings today, guys. <laughs> All right, Sylvester, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me at my website at www.sylvesterbarzy.com or on Instagram and Twitter at, what is it, at sbarzy underscore author. So, and, Are you not Peter the Storyteller anymore? Huh? Oh, no, no. It's been no. for a long time. Like, <laughs> had that conversation. I, I, I'm aware that you're not, because, like, I see you on, like, online on social media and stuff, but, like... 
for some reason I was thinking maybe like it was a separate Yo, Siri, account. You single-handedly killed Peter the Storyteller. That's so <laughs> I was, okay, I'm sorry, when we first got on with Sylvester, I was like, hey, why is your name not Peter? <laughs> but, um, I'm I sat sorry. back and I thought about that for a few days. <laughs> you got, got me. Cut me deep. We're out there asking the big questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I almost forgot. Like today's a big day for me. Uh, one of my anthologies just got a bestseller rating. Woo! So excited! Um, the Descent into Darkness one, the one that I wrote that rock and roll ghost story for. Everybody listening, also be sure to check out Planet Dead. Um, you also did another anthology that's a zombie anthology, right? Uh, yeah, that's called The Undead World. It has 22 different authors with 22 different zombie-based worlds. So we all have our own series, and we all wrote a short story based in our our, our books. Yeah. Maybe. All right, so everybody be sure to check that out. Uh, if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast. We also have a website, horrorhavenmedia.com. Tune in next week. We are going to be covering Deranged from 1970. I don't know the year. It's from the 70s. And uh, my favorite era of horror. And also Motel Hell. So tune in. Enjoy. Love you. Appreciate you. I picked those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Good night. All right. Deuces. <laughs>